do all my flowers and then go to Christmas and just see candy at Christmas, you know. You eat Christmas candy. You eat Christmas candy? What are we celebrating at Christmas? Jesus' birthday. What? Jesus' birthday. <gasps> How old is Jesus? Mm, like five, three, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, that's pretty old. He's just like this tall. Who is Jesus' mommy? Um, Mary. Mary. And who's his daddy? Joseph. Joseph's his stepdaddy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What happens on Christmas Day? Um, he get to a little boy first, then he get to a man. Yeah. What did he do as a man? Um, he's in our hearts. He's in our hearts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He loves you so much. I love my dad and my mom. You love your dad and your mom? Do you love Jesus? Mm-hmm. That's great. Me too. Hello. Welcome to a very brief episode of The Known Podcast. I'm your host, Mandy McDonald, and today is Monday of Christmas week. I am very excited, and I hope you are as excited as I am and not too stressed out. I know a lot of us can get stressed out around the holidays. Take a minute. Take a deep breath. Look at the pretty lights. Eat a cookie. (laughs) Take a minute to sip some hot chocolate and just enjoy yourself. I think one of the reasons Christmas is so special to me is because it was so special to my parents. My mom loved being hospitable. She loved having people in her home and cooking for them and buying gifts for them and decorating. And I love all of those things now, too. My dad was one of Santa's helpers. I think he may have even actually been Santa. But he loved to dress up and ride on the fire truck or visit people's homes or invite children in a church to sit on his lap and tell them what they wanted. And there was just so much fun and joy in Christmas in our home. So I've been thinking a lot about my parents and people that I miss this time of year and watching my son, he's almost four, just get so excited about Santa and presents, but also every time he recognizes baby Jesus in the nativity or when he comes home from Sunday school and tells us about Mary and Joseph and the donkey and the angels and the shepherds, it's just the most wonderful time of the year. And Whatever tribe you come from, I know your traditions are different and special, but they're all meaningful and they all point to the light of the world, Jesus. One of the traditions that I grew to love in my family was reading the Christmas story from the Bible. Now, I say I grew to love it because when I was a little bitty kid and the first thing I wanted to do Christmas morning was open presents and we had to stop and listen to my mom read, I did not love it then. But as I grew older and began to understand the true meaning of Christmas, I began to value hearing the word of God in my mom or my dad or my brother or sister's voice and just being reminded of the reason we give gifts and decorate with lights and stars and angels. So just in case nobody has ever read the Christmas story to you, or the person who has always read it to you isn't here, like my mom, I want to read to you from Luke 2. And I wish I could read it in the voice of Linus from Charlie Brown. I just really love that Charles Schultz has made sure the Word of God is read through cartoon. Luke 2, The Birth of Jesus 
In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman Empire. This was the first census that took place, while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, Peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. I got a little teary reading that to you. It's just amazing. There are so many things that happen in that story that were prophesied, and so many things that happen in the story that are just the way God is. Like, think about this. The shepherds, the stinky, dirty, uneducated shepherds, whose job it was to keep watch of dumb sheep. That's who the angel appeared to. That's who God chose to tell. That's who God chose to send to tell the news to others. That just gives me a lot of hope about what God is willing to do with me. Now, I know John isn't traditionally the gospel that we go to to read a story, but I want you to hear from John 1. The Word became flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind, the light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, 
To those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. I've been thinking a lot this year about how the word became flesh. And I used to believe that Jesus' one purpose was to be born a human and fully divine and to die as a human, as the unblemished lamb, as the perfect sacrifice for our sins. But God chose to do so much more than that. He chose to live a human life, a full human life, to endure temptation and suffering and disappointment and betrayal and denial and physical pain. He didn't have to endure all that. He didn't have to give us direction. He didn't have to give us an example, but he did. What a generous God. Thank God for Christmas. Thank God for the life of Jesus. And thank God for the death, burial, and resurrection that saves us all. So I didn't mean to preach a sermon on this episode, but I just love the Word of God. I Love how the Word of God is alive today, how it's meaningful today. In 2019, the Word is living. If you know somebody this Christmas who's lonely or who doesn't know the true meaning of Christmas or has never heard the true Christmas story, I really want you to share this with them. It's quick and easy to listen to, and I hope it has brought some joy and a reminder of the light of the world to your Christmas. And if you haven't already listened to the Advent episode, there are resources available to to the friends of the show. It's not too late. Read up on the Jesse Tree. Read up on the Advent calendar. Just dive right in to the whole Christmas story. You can find how to do that on my website, mandymcd.com. And you can find how to follow me in all the places, Facebook and Instagram. And of course share this episode. I love hearing from you, the messages that you send and the times that you comment on posts on social media. The best Christmas gift you can give to me is to become a friend of the show and to review the show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to me on. That would be a very Merry Christmas for me. And if you're new to the show, if you're listening because someone shared this with you, welcome. Next week's episode, the last episode of 2019, will be perfect for you. It's going to be a recap of all my guests with a very special ending for all of my listeners. I'm about to head to the kitchen and finish up some last-minute things for the cookies and the gumbo that I'm making Christmas Eve and all of the things that need to be done. And I'm going to do those things for the people that I love, but also for the Lord. And I encourage you as you go out into the rest of today and the days leading up to Christmas and Christmas Day itself, I encourage you to take the word of the Lord with you. And so your blessing from me today is glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth to those on whom his favor rests.